0: and occasionally getting them to make you a playlist of the songs they love. Welcome to episode 177. I'm your host, Simon Fink. Our guest today is Ivy, the indie pop five-piece from the Gold Coast, releasing their brand new single today, entitled Back Home. In today's episode, we're speaking with frontwoman Millie about heartbreak bobs, the band's songwriting process, and her love of Doja Cat. Here we go. Our guest today is the frontwoman for one of the most exciting indie pop bands of 2022. Having returned earlier this year with single Pretty Boys, today sees the release of a brand new track entitled Back Home. Please welcome to This Song Is Yours, Millie Perks from Ivy. Hello. Hi,
1: nice to meet you. Thanks for having me on.
0: My absolute pleasure, lovely to meet you as well. Um, Where are you joining us from today, Millie?
1: I am in my apartment on the Gold Coast.
0: Oh, beautiful. What's it like there today?
1: It's very nice. It's beautiful and sunny. I'm just sitting in my spare room. Just there's like boats and it's very pretty. (laughs) Nice and sunny.
0: (laughs) Beautiful. A nice picturesque way for you to do some press today. Yes, definitely. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Now, Millie, it is a very exciting day Um, There's a brand new single out from Ivy. As of today, Back Home is out now. Congratulations.
1: Yes, thank you so much. Very exciting um, to finally (laughs) have it out. I feel like I've been holding on to it for a while.
0: Of course, how long has this song kind of uh, been in the works and been kind of bubbling behind the scenes?
1: Yes, so I wrote this song um, kind of after my breakup with um my ex like when was it Uh, last year early January so I wrote the song like maybe a month after that happened so it's been a while in the making definitely that
0: is that's yeah that's a fair fair amount of time (laughs) it's been a long time (laughs) I feel like it has been worth it though I feel that um there are elements of this track that are... It is a breakup track, yeah. um, as, as you mentioned. Um, it does come across as a... One of those... Uh, Robin is extremely good at it. Um, I think Carly Ray Jepsen is very good at it. And I'm going to include Ivy in that list as well of like heartbreak bangers or heart... I'm probably too old to say the word bop, but heartbreak bops, if you will.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely is a heartbreak bop. I wanted to... <laughs> um, I mean, at the time I was listening to a lot of depressing like pop <laughs> pop music that was like super happy, but when you listen to the lyrics, you know, it's actually super sad. So I wanted to make something that, you know, whoever's going through the same thing that I was at the time can really relate to because that helped me through my breakup so much.
0: 100%. I think there's something um, there's something beautiful about... The, the juxtaposition of pop songs like that where you can you can be on the dance floor and like just be going ham but also when you do listen to it as you said you listen yeah. to the lyrics and you're like oh this is oh this is right hits me right in the feels
1: yeah <laughs> I want something you can get like crazy with and like dance with and also drive home and cry in your car while you're listening to it. That's, that was what I was going for.
0: <laughs> I, th- I, I think you've achieved that very well. Yeah. Success, Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Millie, in terms of the track and, and sitting down to write it, what was that process like in terms of kind of, as you said, you're wanting to have that song that has two different, very different elements what was the the process of writing it like and then I guess coming up with the music or the chords as well
1: yeah so Riley and Matt are the two musical geniuses um in the band they um, produce all of our songs and at the time we were doing a lot of writing um and this particular session that we came into was all five of us sitting in a room um, and I think Matt was on production at the time and he was just you know coming up with a few chords and then um, I came up with this melody and a few words obviously in my super depressive post-breakup stage um, and kind of just went from there and you know, Lockie and the rest of the boys kind of let me take the reins on um, lyrics and everything. And it was super hard for me to write because it was so from the heart. Um, But I'm so glad that I did like, um, I don't think I've ever been that vulnerable in a song. So it'll be, yeah, interesting to see, you know, (laughs) how it goes (laughs) today. I mean, I'm yeah (laughs) excited to see what people think. And if I get a message from my ex, I'm really scared about that too.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure that the reaction is going to be fantastic and hopefully outweighs any form of reaction from your ex. Hopefully it's a positive um, reaction from that that silly gentleman. Um, Yeah. We we, we, we won't delve too far into that. Um, From what I heard as well is that I think that there was some help with this song from... Uh, Ali Barta and Oscar Dawson as well. That's great.
1: That was on Pretty Boys. So the single we released before this one, um, but that was amazing as well. Like that song also, I think that song and um, Back Home really goes hand in hand. Like Back Home's definitely the like breakup Song, and then Pretty Boys. I listened to Pretty Boys, you know, before it was released to help me get through my breakup. Like, you know, post breakup, you're like, "Fuck it, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like just gonna have fun, be single." So I think it's like a nice, which is what we wanted to kind of do with these songs, like um, tell a story a little bit, and so you can listen to them flowing through you know, from when you break up to, all right, I'm okay again. I'm just going to be myself. And I think they really flow really nicely together.
0: Um, I would agree with that. I think both the singles that you've released this year kind of do complement each other quite well. Um, And I know that the, the last body of work that we got from Ivy was in 2020. And Obviously, this does beg the question that I imagine some people will have after hearing two singles is, uh, can, I guess, can we expect um, another fuller body of work this year? Can we expect maybe an EP or an album this year?
1: I am unsure if I'm allowed to say, but definitely <laughs> something after this. Um, it's definitely not just the two songs. <laughs>
0: that's very exciting I won't push and I um (laughs) we don't want to anger the powers that be so I will leave that alone
1: I actually have no idea I don't know if I'm allowed to I just don't want to get in trouble from the boys they were like of
0: course (laughs) of course (laughs) now as you mentioned it is yourself and the boys in Ivy um and I know that you mentioned the guys before in terms of being musical masterminds is the songwriting process each time pretty similar or does it kind of vary does it come across that you might approach them with lyrics, they might come to you with a melody, or or what is that process kind of like?
1: It's kind of always different. I suppose we go through different stages where we'll all be in a room together and write that way, and the boys will start with, um, so Matt and Riley, like I said, are on production. They will kind of start with some chords, things like that, Lockie and I will come up with some melodies then kind of split off into two different groups Um, and we'll just have a loop on the phone. Lockie and I will, like, come up with some lyrics, melody, while the boys are doing some extra production, then come back together and go from there, see what the vibes are, is how we've been doing it at the moment. But, um, like, Lockie does a lot of writing on his own. I would love to be able to, but I just, I don't know, I struggle on my own to write, so it's good to have the boys there, um, you know, and we kind of work on different things together. It's always always changing how we, how we do it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> of course. It, it, it evolves the further you get into it, if, uh, if you will. Definitely. Has the band always... Has, has it always been... I know, as we just said, it's always ever-evolving. What was, I guess, the the origins of the band? Like, when Ivy started, was it that the the four of you, five of you were going to set out to make music or that someone just kind of had it as a hobby? Or, or I guess what is the origin story of Ivy?
1: Yeah, so it started off... Um, I was 12 when I first joined the band, but the boys were kind of playing together from a very young age because Matt and Lockie are brothers and then Dante, the bass player is their um, neighbor. And then um, I joined when I was 12 and then Riley joined in uh, like a few years after that. I think I was 16 when he joined um, and he went to school with Matt. So it kind of is at the start, it was very much just like having fun, just like kids. You know, playing, and then I think once Riley came into the band, it really took a turn to oh, we could actually write good music and like, do this <laughs> properly. And obviously, we're, we're still so young and um, still learning how to do stuff, but um, yeah, definitely didn't start off as um, you know, all in straight away, it was definitely just a f- fun kid band. <laughs> Just playing in the garage, like, yeah, nothing crazy.
0: <laughs> I think that even uh, you guys are still very young, both uh, as a band and just as as your age, as you're, um, Yeah, you're still in the, the early stages of your career, but have already done so much already. You've some, uh, supported some incredible artists. I know you've played at a, at a numerous amount of festivals. Have you found that, Being able to do this at such a a good age, I would say, not young, because I I feel like it almost sounds like it discredits you for the work that you've done, and it shouldn't because the work that you guys have done so far is great. Um, But have you found that...
1: Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care.
0: So far, the success that you've seen leads you to kind of want to keep working on the band and push it and kind of continue to take those next steps to progress?
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, we often have, um, like business meetings, I guess, and, -hmm. you know, just kind (laughs) of check in with each other and see where we're all at and, um, Lockie manages us as well, so he chats with our label and things like that and then comes back and says, okay, this is what they're thinking, this is what I'm thinking, whereas everyone at everyone still wants to do this, everyone want to push forward and stuff, and so far everyone's been super keen. I know I am super keen. I think every time we play a show or release a song, it pushes us even further to go, yes, let's do this or... Um, yeah like let's push even harder than we have but I feel like on that constant grind at the moment which it feels it feels like
0: <laughs> I can very much appreciate that I feel like it is when whenever you're in a band it is like a always kind of that constant grind is probably a perfect way to, to word it but um, yeah it always does have its payoff and I imagine that you guys will continue to see that success as, as you go through yeah Really, um, I know that you've got some some tour dates. I think festival dates in September. Sorry, in Queensland. Yes. Firstly, what can people expect of of uh, the the live return of Ivy in these shows?
1: Um, I think just. I mean, we've always took such pride in our live show. Um, we've always, yeah, really um, put a lot of effort into them. So, nothing. C- nothing um short of amazing I guess I think is what <laughs> <laughs> I don't know but um
0: I love the confidence yeah yeah
1: um yeah. <laughs> well I mean yeah we've got so many all the boys um are, like amazing at you know creative music um and like even Matt's um, amazing at, like, musical direction for live shows. So with him and my creativity and Lockie's, like, um, managerial skills, it's, um, yeah, ends up being an amazing live show.
0: That's very, very cool. I, um, I am curious, as, and again, we won't poke the bear too much in terms of undisclosed news, yeah. um, but as I mentioned, those dates are in Queensland. Can we possibly expect to see the band around the country at some point uh in the year
1: yes I think I think we are probably gonna try and get get around um which is super exciting we're gonna try and um take it take it around Australia um once a few more songs sort of come out um and definitely gonna try and hop on some um summer festivals and things like that so hopefully that takes us around as well
0: beautiful that is very very exciting and I know (laughs) a lot of people are looking forward to that
1: (laughs) yes I am
0: I'm Um, excited about it (laughs) (laughs) Millie would you be happy to uh, talk about the playlist that you sent through for us sure the tracks that you've put on uh your playlist is um one of my current favorites as well she i think is still in the country or is just in the country for splendor in the grass yeah it was um holly humberstone
1: yes i have been loving her stuff at the moment i and i think i took a lot of inspiration for her from her to write back home like i um love the way that she um you know almost tells you a story in her songs and so I really wanted to do that um and I think she she's also amazing at capturing that fun vibe but when you listen to the lyrics it's (laughs) super sad
0: (laughs) I would 100% agree with that what what track is it um the the walls are caving in that song similar kind of vibe very upbeat and poppy but the lyrics you're listening like oh this is it, concerning. Yeah. yeah, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> are you okay?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I would agree with that. Um, one of uh, Holly's Splendour, so she was in town for Splendour, one of her Splendour co- cohorts, co-mates, whatever you want to call them, um, Orville Peck also makes an appearance. Yeah. On your playlist with uh, Roses Are Falling, what is it about this track that you love?
1: I love that it um, kind of, I am a... I've grown up on very old school music and my sister actually got me onto him um, because I think we both have that love for older, um, you know, 50s, 60s, 70s music because our dad kind of pushed it into our brains that (laughs) (laughs) this music. So a lot of um, the musical... Like, it It hasn't been until, like, a few years ago where I actually started listening to new music because the boys were like, you really need to learn some new artists because <laughs> you, like... So I love that um, he really brings out that almost, like... Like, oh, sorry. Really loud motorbike. Um, I love that he, you know, you can listen to him and almost be like, oh, is he is this like Elvis or like a, is he from the 50s or something but I love that he has that um, kind of style of music but with a modern twist it's really
0: nice 100% I think he's um, what is it the new album Bronco and um, uh, Leon Bridges as well was someone I'd kind of put in that category yeah. of like old school beautiful like classic almost music but yeah. bringing it in for a new generation which yeah. is brilliant
1: yeah I love it
0: yeah. Um, the, the last artist I wanted to talk about, Millie, this is definitely not someone who is um, on your more classic songwriting scale or, or sounding old. Mm-hmm. I think you took the boys' advice in terms of getting into new music because we've got not one but two appearances by Doja Cat oh. on your playlist. Yes. <laughs> yes.
1: I love her so much.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we've got uh, her track with Ariana Grande and then we've got Uh, the Post Malone track I Like You which features Doja Cat Um, up up to you which order you want to talk to them about but um, yeah what is it about these two songs that you love about Doja?
1: I love Doja's like um, just presence I think we're very similar in the sense that she doesn't take herself too serious which I love about that Um, so I kind of fell in love with like her personality and things. And then, um, her music is amazing. Um, and I think she, you know, just writes fun songs like that. All of her songs, (laughs) like even on her album, like all of the songs she's written are just like really fun. Like you can dance to them or you can just like kind of chill and listen to them, which I really liked about that. Um, I have always been obsessed with, like, Ariana Grande, so that was just a given that I was obsessed with (laughs) two amazing people in one song. Um, And actually, Ariana Grande was something I was listening to a lot when I wrote Back Home (laughs) as well. I was listening to her quite a lot, her more depressing songs, but I was listening to her (laughs) a lot to get through. Um, And Post Malone, I mean, he's... I don't listen to much of his, but like there's some songs that I listen to him and I also really love his um, writing style. He also is amazing at, you know, doing what I've been saying and writing a sad song with a catchy tune over the top of it.
0: Yeah. 100%. I think Post Malone, I'm. I, yeah, I wouldn't count myself as a huge fan, but I love what you just said, the fact that his songwriting – style can kind of be very different track to track. In fact, he's got, I think, Doja on one track of this new album and then Robin from Fleet Foxes on another, which just changes it all together. And he just seems like a genuinely fun person. All his interviews seem very, like, lovely guy.
1: Yeah. And Um, I think, yeah, that's what I connect myself to. I connect myself with artists that are like that. Like, I love just genuine people. Cause that's what I aspire to be one day, you know, not some diva or anything. I
0: would just, (laughs) I don't
1: think I actually could be a diva. I, I can't see myself ever being like that.
0: (laughs) There has been no signs of diva, diva diva-ness, diva-ish, whatever the kind of behavior on this, on this chat. Oh, Um, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I think you're on the right track. So, um, really, thank you very much. For your time today congratulations on the single back home it is the new single which is from ivy it's out today but yeah thank you for being on the podcast
1: thank you so much for having me
0: and that's our show a massive thank you to millie perks and ivy for their time back home is out now and we've left links in the show notes if you'd like to stream the single we also want to give a huge shout out to Rhiannon and Positive Feedback for helping out with today's interview. If you like this show, please subscribe wherever you get your pods and stay up to date when new episodes are released. We release new shows each Wednesday and Friday morning and we now have a Patreon, which you can find within the show notes of this episode. You can follow the playlist profile on Spotify and you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook and TikTok. Until next week, cheers.